mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, and welcome back. This is the last episode of the season. I'm Sefi, I'm with Wing. Hey. We're once again, we're chatting, chatting, chatting. We're chatting it through. I feel sad that it's the last step. Me too. I'm also buzzed though. We've got a good episode planned. Yeah. A good show lined up and becoming Stephen Mulhern <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> I can feel myself morphing into ITV too. <laughs> but this is a good one. You guys came in with like dating stories, dating fuck ups. We get quite personal. I talk about some fuck fuck ups I've had in the past yeah stay tuned for some of Sefi's very very interesting tea that is about to be spilled <laughs> dating dilemmas yeah and if you or any of the people included in the stories um no you weren't you got it wrong you messed up it's not about you <laughs> if you know us in real life and you see this no you didn't last episode ah. last episode of the season which I am so excited for and terrified for yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of quaking in my boots I'm shook I'm excited though I feel like we need a break <laughs> oh, boy do we exhausted yeah absolutely knackering need every week having to come in with like thoughts is just like I'm so excited to have no thoughts honestly like get this costume off me turn the mic off <laughs> get me off the stage I'm no performer although we are though yeah we do nail it it's funny quite often we would be like are we cut out for this after an episode like fucking hell (laughs) like i hope you guys are having fun because we're not no i'm joking i mean it's great but i think we've come to quite a good point with it where we we are good with it now but for so long we were yeah time of my life especially during like quarantine when it was i mean at the height of stress fuck knows when we were figuring out how we were going to record in isolation which we still are by the way and i think also it was we were like coming to terms with being with having people message us and it's like oh god like there's people here but now i mean i think we're sailing through we're ready i've i'm so ready to come back and we haven't even left yet the more the merrier this is a fun episode today as well yeah i'm really excited to get into it you as always are all living the same life we say it every week i think you've all been kind of fucking about with the same boys to be honest (laughs) there's like maybe a selection of five different men that you've all been passing around to each other because you all have the same experiences the same load of scrappy dappy doos they're bugging you all should we get into it yeah let's do it so we did a question box saying we want to hear your dating fuck-ups because boy we want to hear <laughs> we like lo- and we're gonna roast you i think are we gonna roast them yeah it's time for being roasted it feels a bit harsh i don't really like the word roast i know i fun fact months ago i was like we should do like a- we should do something with roast like i quite like the idea of like we roast people we roast topics like it's being roasted like love the vibe we're full michael scott but sefi's too vegan to handle it <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't love the word roast. It's a bit like... Well, now I don't, yeah. To be honest, it's a bit meaty. It's a bit... Ugh. It's like there's gravy on something that's so neat and per- perfect and aesthetic. Our lovely podcast. We've got the word roast on it. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I'm not into it. Well, a roast is my favourite meal. It's probably my worst meal. Because every throughout my life, everyone is always trying to give me fucking nut roast. It's like, yeah. vegans don't like nut roasts. No. That's just what fucking they sell at Sainsbury's. Vegans don't like nut roast. Never have, never will. Times are changing. Times are changing. Times are changing. Times are a changing. Oh, I thought this was funny. I let a hot narcissist convince me to live together after two months, quit his job immediately after. I was like, is that me? I'm your hot narcissist. <laughs> I'm going to come and sponge off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. Okay, this one's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Nah, let's save that one for a bit. Oh, okay. I mean, that to be honest, they're all pretty fucked up. But here we go. Let's do this one. Okay, so this person said, My ex once told me he wasn't in the top 1%, but he was in the top 0.01%. It's Elon Musk. Fucking entitled rich boys. I don't give a fuck about your dad's money, money, money <laughs> signs. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. But for real, his dad would give him money just for going on dates. And I was like, great, I'm not in the top 0.1%. I shouldn't have to pay. This boy would get mad about paying, which I could have done. His dad just gave him the money. Can you imagine? What the hell? What the hell? This one, to be fair, I don't think anyone else has had a go with this guy. This is a very specific, isolated incident. This is crazy. So, wait, what? He's getting paid to go on dates. He's an entrepreneur. (laughs) He's a businessman. This is a business. He's got a full business plan. He's pitching this to Dragon's Den. He's a freelancer. (laughs) Yeah, and he probably does actually call himself a freelancer. (laughs) That is amazing. So wait, so she was going on dates with him and then he was paying. And Sorry, that's not the crazy bit. Already I'm like... (laughs) What? Get back into the 21st century. You're like, wait, she went on a date with this man before marriage? Please tell me they did not sleep together. This is crazy. Um, but wait, so then he was paying with his dad's money. His dad would, what, give him pocket money? Date pocket money? Yeah, from the top. Also, not the top 1%. 0.01. 0.01. I don't really know decimals, but that seems very <laughs> tiny. Wait, was it 0.1? No, it was 0.01. Jesus Christ. Forgive me if we're wrong, but that's smaller than 0.1 right <laughs> yeah yeah defo that's embarrassing that we don't know what death no we don't, know we don't work. yeah we do we do we do i do i'm putting on a, an act i'm enhancing my ambivalence towards maths for the sake of comedy same same <laughs> wing wing <laughs> God, that's fucking insane. What the hell? She needs to... I'm hoping this ended. I fucking hope so. Imagine. she. I missed the last message box that says, and now we're married. <laughs> don't you hate it that boys think they're like... Sh- like, also, don't you hate the fact that he would have thought that he's doing her a favour? Like, don't worry, I've yeah. got this covered. Like, acting so suave. And it's like, please. So I used to work in a cocktail bar. I was the waitress. The little, you know, the little girl that would come out with the little trays. And I would drop them all, let people go with like £100 tabs. I was fucking awful and it was like a cocktail bar in like a very small town that people kind of thought they were a bit suave if they went there suave is bad uh, but it's actually just above a pub it yeah it's weird weird vibes it's kind of like orange leather in there. it's like not it's not good but so the men in there would quite like to have a bit of like a james bond act on i'm gonna be sick <laughs> yeah prepared to be sick they would quite like it if their drink was like waiting or you knew that their, their order 
they would quite like it if it was already prepared and then they would like pay on their little like amex or whatever and it's i think there's something funny about men especially if there were women there and i think there's something funny about men on dates trying to be james bond it's like you don't have to do that you don't have to you have to be so flashy it's not impressive and it's embarrassing if a cocktail bar rather pub knows your drink yeah it's warning signs that is red flags <laughs> alarm bells are ringing ultimate red flag there that's awful but i think that's funny because you you know what this guy on the top zero one percent decimal point guy you know what he's like he's 100 percent ordering the most lavish things on the menu he's 100 percent like being rude to the staff like you know and he thinks you're lucky mm-hmm. yeah can you imagine what the sex was like don't don't can you imagine don't I can imagine, but I don't want to. Top 0.111 recurring boys do not. Honestly, he probably has a servant to have sex for him and then <laughs> feedback on what it was like. And he just has a wank thinking about it because he only kind of, he doesn't trust anyone else with his um, penis. He doesn't trust the peasantry with his dick. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh my God, that is ridiculous. Gross. It's also quite, um, Slumflower would tear you a new one over that. Yeah, if you're not following the Slumflower, I mean, we can't even talk about how much we love the Slumflower. Go and follow her on Instagram because, she, I mean, she has an amazing thing about, I don't know, it's an inter- she has a whole interesting thing about men paying on dates, men paying for you in general. Her argument is basically that men should, like, compensate women for all the shit that they have to deal with in the world. So she would never... Reparations. Yeah. For example, you have to get an Uber to the date so you don't get raped on the way there. And you might still get raped in the Uber. Yeah you've had to put on makeup and do your hair and buy a nice outfit because of societal beauty standards and why on earth then should you split the bill like why does your quality come in there i think it's interesting don't know if i yeah live by yeah, it yeah. but i think it's a very interesting and very important i don't know lifestyle 100 percent. i remember the first time well the first like this is ages ago we shared something of hers i can't i literally have no idea shared something of hers onto the story someone messaged us you might be here you might be listening right now <laughs> being like uh i think slumflower is pretty controversial Mm, she is and that's why we love her yeah it's like if you're polarized in the opposite to us over the slumflower i don't know what you think of us you must think we're insane <laughs> i think people d- i wonder do people think we're insane yeah but they're here for the ride anyway daddy's gone mad hasn't he <laughs> <laughs> there we go 10 minutes in honestly daddy's <laughs> gone mad he went mad a long time ago so in terms of funny dating stories dating fuck-ups i was actually talking to someone on hinge recently and she was saying that she went on a date with a guy and it was kind of a thing of like we're kind of exchanging like dating fuck-up stories we're kind of running a podcast you were kind of preparing for the pod honestly i was running by some ideas is this why the season's ending i'm getting replaced (laughs) (laughs) you found a new co-host i'm bringing in this new girl (laughs) um no definitely not because have to justify <laughs> please leave that in Sefi doesn't really understand like sarcasm like and it's it's honestly quite affirming because if i say something sarcastically you will always <laughs> just make sure that i am okay <laughs> it's like i didn't mean it i wasn't worried but i'm glad that you confirmed that for me i kind of like send you a message wing i would never <laughs> you are irreplaceable <laughs> ridiculous absolutely ridiculous i'm grateful 
lunges. <laughs> Grateful to. Gratefulness. We always do a mantra before and we didn't do it today. Oh, well, should we do it now? Should we do it on, on pod? We've never done that before. Okay, so we do a thing before the episodes where we talk about what we're grateful for. It's actually quite sickening, but it's kind of, if, you, if you, you're about to go live on air, essentially, it's kind of like, <laughs> I need to actually feel a bit grounded, especially in, in lockdown when we're kind of in our bedrooms, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Go on, you start what you're grateful for. I'm grateful for today's fit, today's costume, sponsored by Warner Brothers. I'm wearing my, <laughs> I'm wearing Harry's jumper that if you haven't listened, Harry Potter's jumper, by the way, when I say Harry, not Harry Styles, not Prince Harry, <laughs> not someone I actually know, Harry Potter. If you haven't heard the last episode, or even if you have, you might still be confused. Um, I'm kind of dying over Harry Potter these days. Yeah, stunning. You used to wear it in the library and I used to think, yeah, that's a cool look. Yeah, I used to wear it. Like, I haven't worn it in ages. I don't. I think I convinced myself that it wasn't cool, but it actually looks like... I mean, it was expensive, but it looks like a really cool, expensive jumper. But if you know, you know, which, to be honest, I mean, it's not a small franchise. Probably most people know. <laughs> small franchise is a little hidden, <laughs> well-known... A little hidden film. It's a really underground Indie, thing. Indie, up and coming. Probably haven't heard of it. It's called of Harry Potter. <laughs> what are you grateful for? Well, today I was actually writing this in my journal Stunning. and quite embarrassing. I was like, great. I've already said this to you today. Grateful for my earrings. <laughs> so lame. Grateful for my hoop earrings because for a very sp- I always think I do this with gra- with doing like a gratitude practice I always put a fucking negative spin on it and I said grateful for my hoop earrings because I haven't broken and I haven't had to repurchase is what I Yet. wrote <laughs> and I wrote and I won't have to repurchase I crossed that out saying well you don't know the future you haven't yet had to repurchase <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself don't get too cocky don't get big for your boots don't get here. greedy <laughs> yeah so I was like I'm grateful for my earrings which is embarrassing stunning but I truly am because I wear them every single day of my life. What a coincidence because I spent, ugh, I mean, I hate to say we're working on something. And boy, have I been working. Spent hours um, and it involved me staring quite intently for a long period of time at Sefi's exact earrings. Which is quite funny. It is funny, I think. <laughs> we're all dying. We're going, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> How funny. How funny she looked at some earrings. <laughs> Our reviews are going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Love the bit about the earrings, guys. <laughs> Low key, that's where it's actually really funny. <laughs> I know my de- my dating story. Back on track, back in the room. Back on track. So her, da- her embarrassing dating fuck up was that she face planted into a pizza on a first oh. date with a guy that she'd fancied for like three years or something. <laughs> Quite bad, I thought. She face planted into a pizza. What to be funny? No, <laughs> she was doing a bit. <laughs> She's like, I'm not like other girls. Smash <laughs> straight into the. Pizza. It was a comedy act, a comedy routine. He, he loved it. <laughs> She's like, quick, dye my hair blue. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. <laughs> Whole pepperoni down her throat. Yeah, no, it's because she smoked weed like for the first time in ages or something, and he. Oh no. And she was sitting there. You know that feeling when you just feel sick. Like, either you've drunk too much or whatever, and you're just like, I'm gonna fucking vomit. You'll get me out of here, yeah. And you're sat there with a big fucking margarita pizza in front of you. And it's just like, I either have to be sick or I'm going asleep in the pizza. And she chose the latter. Fuck. I know, face planting the pizza. And then she said they dated for like two years after. So it went well. Quite a bonding experience, I guess. Well, he probably thought, she's not like other girls. Bingo, I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, no other girls don't do that. She doesn't know how cool she is. Yeah, she's beautiful, but not in an obvious way. Oh my God, I was listening to this fucking... Do you ever listen to This American Life? 
No, never. It's a podcast. And it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a very famous <laughs> podcast. You can tell, like, who wanted to do a podcast out of us. I literally don't listen to a single podcast, not even my own. And Sophie has a whole repertoire and loves our own. <laughs> I, lo- I love ours. It's in the top three of ones I listen to. <laughs> I was listening to my This American Life, which I never listened to. And there was this fucking story. It was really well written and it was really amazing, but I hated it um, <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't. I loved it. It gave, it gave me shivers, but it was about this guy being in love with this woman. And he was saying like, at one point she said, do you think I'm fat? And it took me off guard, caught me off guard because I didn't think she would think about things like that. <laughs> and it's like, what? Oh <laughs> what? my God. It's just like, oh my God, she acts not insecure for you. She acts like she's a patriarchy, just washes over her. It's like, why did you put that in a story and then that story gets like read back on This American Life? Oh, I hate that. It was amongst a really good story, but I was on a walk and it did actually stop me in my tracks. And I thought, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, white man. What did you just say? Oh my God. I didn't think she would care about things like that. In a way of like, I thought you were better than that. Just I thought she was not like other girls. I thought she was above that. I thought she just didn't care about weight, but she clearly is. But Ooh. he still loved her and like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, isn't she lucky? <laughs> Thank fuck, he still loves her. What a lucky gal. And there was, oh my God, there was a bit that was like, um, she would be talking and it would just be like feeding me. Like I would be Ooh. taking her energy and it's really like, oh, this guy's a rapist. Put your dick away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. But it was a really, really stunning story. But that you can just, the, you can see the misogyny come mm. through in every bit everything everything that is created out of privilege it's just like you didn't even think uh, the fact that a woman has diet culture rubbing off on her is like oh she is like other girls but she was still she still had eyes that sparkle like the blah 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 it's just like it's funny i was saying to sefi actually before we started recording that i would find it hard to miss much media that was made by a man Mm -hmm. because largely what about this is serving me (laughs) <laughs> to be honest yeah well we were talking about quentin tarantino because i just have word vomit for quentin tarantino not clearly <laughs> he used to be my king i used to have a cat named after him we've been through this <laughs> and we were saying that i he basically did an interview that was like i think i've done my bit for feminism by with kill bill by including uma thurman with such an empowering female character and i used to kind of spout that off when i was like 15 like i think he's actually done his bit for feminism because he created a female character that's so empowering but it's like how in uh, how on earth yeah. is that your bit for feminism he's like i've only said the n-word 12 times so i've actually done my bit for black lives matter i've done my bit yeah but it's like how have you done your bit you literally just wanted to see a fit woman doing fucking jujitsu. How on earth are you doing your bit for feminism, mate? The bar is so low. Yeah, the bar is so low. You've included a woman in your film. She's been the main character in your film. Once. And you've gone, I've done my bit. I've done my bit. But in every other film, women are being raped and murdered. I'm just seeing her bum hole. <laughs> Maybe not her bum hole. Yeah, but... I'm just, to be honest, I'm just seeing her feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally just seeing her feet at every turn. Yeah. That's your bit for feminism check yourself yeah oh yeah my embarrassing my not not dating fuck up maybe i won't tell that i'd love to know i did say to you i have a weird dating yeah yeah you said i've got just the thing i've got just the thing <laughs> and i said i can't wait go on erin said we're gonna let's do it on dating fuck ups and i said huh? i've got just the one because i just had this whole conversation on hinge so i was going on a date and i was i literally walked out of the door and i got a message from this person they were like oh my friend uh, has just had a breakup do you mind if she's with us and i was like okay that's God. weird do you remember this i do yeah it's coming back to me <laughs> I put on a shock voice, but yes, I remember. (laughs) 
I think I probably did message you thinking I probably phoned you like this weird girl was gonna be there yeah so I was like okay this is fucking weird but I'll go I've already got ready I'm not gonna then stay at home yeah I'm not gonna wear this makeup to watch Harry Potter no you never know who you might see <laughs> you might see Draco <laughs> watching Harry Potter dress up for Draco <laughs> Try hashtag dress up for Draco <laughs> it's a new movement so I got there and both of the the girl and then the girl I was on a date with looked very similar. I didn't really know which one was which to start off with. They both were kind of not going to go into it. They looked the same. They looked the same. And I didn't really know which one was which. I figured it out. It's kind of you lot listening to the podcast. <laughs> For the first five episodes, you're like, I can't tell which one's which. <laughs> yeah. Both got brown hair. Both talk the same. <laughs> I would love to know what they think of, like how they would differentiate us. I know. I always think I want to put, I, I always want to ask you if you know who's done a story oh that's interesting well like if we're typing on the story i would love to know if you think you can tell who it is i would say if it looks super aesthetic it's you yeah but if it's kind of got loads of spelling mistakes and looks like it's put up in three seconds it's me (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true erin would spend kind of 10 minutes doing a story mine is like five and five and ten minutes sort of thing i've definitely got quicker i definitely got slower you learned the hard way it's good we're gonna find a middle ground when you were writing like dairy diaries and like oh my god this was the worst one this was the worst one when i wrote the dairy industry what the dairy industry but i wrote the diary industry <laughs> <laughs> which is just funny because it's like imagine the industry of diary it's like, what is what what the hell it just made me laugh your date but yeah so got there figured out who's who my one went to go buy me a drink my one my one and the girl that was the friend was like oh was swiping through tinder she's like i might just invite this guy this weird guy to the date accompany us accompany everyone and i was like okay yeah that's really fun yeah double date who knew so this guy shows up and it was just really weird it was quite fun but it was the weirdest thing ever just kind of sudden sudden double date it was actually sparks start to fly between you and the guy <laughs> twist ending now he's my boyfriend it's awesome <laughs> it was actually fun but it was just the weirdest i i feel like dates are so regimented and so like you know mm. it's kind of they have a very clear beginning middle end like it's fine but this one was just like invite someone new bring in a new guy the more the merrier i reckon it's worth saying i hope you don't mind me saying Mm -hmm. that i think this person was quite ballsy and they are from i mean they're not from england and i reckon british etiquette or or even just like london dating etiquette (laughs) yeah even like london dating etiquette is much more routine and like boring boring yeah not as fun and she was very ballsy and was just like my friend's coming you don't mind do you yeah and also don't mind like that is hilarious but you kind of feel like you should mind because well, it's suddenly like, uh, it feels so unexpected yeah. yeah it's suddenly like well now you've gone off script now i'm suddenly not meeting one person I'm meeting two people that look yeah. the same <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like what's happening oh we're in an improv class i had no idea i thought it was shakespeare yeah i thought this was romeo and juliet but you're still gonna kind of poison yourself at the end of it anyway and run out of that <laughs> i'm still gonna be romeo romeo where are you i'm still gonna be going off my lines so strange um but yeah so that's my dating not fuck up but a weird i don't really have any fuck ups no not on your end no no never on my end no you're an exemplary data i would say (laughs) perfect someone say but that was definitely one that i thought this isn't really how it should go it's kind of one that's gonna it's gonna be a weird story yeah and And it it was was. and it to be honest it only got weirder dare i say yeah it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. 
You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com To be honest. They might be listening, who knows. I do know their name, I'm not going to say. No, big time block, big time block. Did you block them? Um, I think I might have muted. Yeah. I don't know if I blocked so hi if you're listening you're really nice i think you're really nice too <laughs> never met you i'm sure you're great <laughs> okay this is a good one i haven't read it thoroughly but it seems funny from just from honestly at first glance i've seen some keywords that i quite like the sound of so they said i was dating a boy who kept having quote flappy episodes oh i saw this one (laughs) we literally gave them a name if he was flapping it meant he was having a freak out that it was all getting too serious fuck i didn't see that bit so i'd give reassurance that i was super chill and casual vomit face then i almost moved countries for the scrappy do and on the weekend of my job interview he got in the shower five minutes max and decided he had changed his mind about me so i flapped the fuck out of that country (sighs) needed high priestess in my life i was literally dating a scrappy flappy pigeon boy <laughs> i love that i never read the ending because she ties that up so beautifully at the end it's honestly a story she like plants some seeds throughout and then it all comes together how horrific is that that's so horrendous i also i what i hate about that is how girls constantly having to reassure boys that they're like chill mm-hmm. like guys no i'm chill i'm cool like no it's fine i don't want anything serious i'm one of the boys <sighs> it, it's again not like other girls oh my god you're not like other girls that's trying to like entrap me in some relationship it's just like no i'll never hold you accountable babe don't worry about it you do whatever you want with me no absolutely take advantage of me that's absolutely fine absolutely ruined my life yeah no don't worry i have no respect for myself either it's the same thing we were speaking we were speaking about this in the porn episode of like oh my god i don't mind that you watch porn it's like why are you trying to convince someone that you're fine with something that's obviously damaging your relationship yeah it's obviously feeding you unhealthy messaging and you're like no no it's fine of course I, i'm not i don't care i'm chill i and i think it's a big part of the dating etiquette as well that we spoke about of like for the kind of at the beginning you're thinking right i need to keep up this act for the foreseeable future and to be honest you probably are chill i would say most of us here are pretty chilled but chill doesn't mean i don't respect myself and you shouldn't either yeah chill doesn't mean let someone literally walk all over you yeah i never said i was in love with you i never said i wanted a serious relationship out of you why do you think i do i'm not that keen on you either mate mate 
hurts. Do you remember when that guy messaged me being like, it was like a, the long breakup message being like, um, I just don't want anything serious, like, but I'd like to still see, keep seeing you. And it's like, I'm being a cunt. Like, I know I'm being a cunt. It's like, oh, what is this? Like, what is this self-pity? Ugh. So self-indulgent. So self-indulgent. And it's also like, I never like, I never said to you, I want anything serious. Yeah. I did, but I never but said you never told him. <laughs> you made a point. <laughs> of not telling I was very strategic with not saying yeah so then to be like I just like I just don't it's like wait you're making it sound like I'm clinging on to you yeah no 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 far from but I just find it funny that that's always the language that's like it's either like oh I just don't really know where my head is right now I just can't give you what you want from me right now it's like great I know I'm being a dick I don't think you can give anyone what you want because you're a piece of shit or I don't want to lead you on it's like you're not honestly you couldn't lead me on (laughs) if you tried (laughs) in your wildest dreams it is funny language it's really bizarre it's kind of like making you the victim it's like what like we never agreed to this dynamic yeah he's like god how am i gonna let her down oh no he's in the he's in the shower flapping about how am i gonna let her down (laughs) but this so this girl moved across she moved countries okay let's have some words and she had a job interview i hope it went well i'm assuming she didn't go actually on the weekend of her job interview he got in the shower brackets five minutes max Five minutes, Matt. <laughs> I love the details. He sings. And decided that he had changed his mind about me. So I flapped the fuck out of that country. Flap away. You needed the podcast in your life. Yes, you did. We all needed this in our lives. We all did. Really, we did. So funny talking about moving. I know of someone. I'm going to be super vague. I know of someone that moved house for someone they moved across london not quite country but they moved across london for someone they were talking to on hinge do i know eat slugs oh god we'll beep that yeah i want to find a fun way to like beep things out like almost like with a quote like do you know what I mean like a kind of avada cadaverous do you know what i mean like something funny yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say eat slugs like yeah, something funny. yeah yeah maybe i'll do that because i i mean you will be confused when you hear it the first time then you'll hear this combo and it will make sense yeah but yeah, so she she was talking to this guy and I think they weren't really still talking on Hinge. They obviously had moved off, but there was someone she met on a dating app. Not that that invalidates in any way, but it does go some way to describe the informality of the situation or mm-hmm. how invested they are. They were like they were like talking, blah, 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 seeing each other over lockdown. She moved across London into a house near him. Mm-mm. He broke up with her and she moved back and then he was like oh actually I miss you within like a week and she moved back it's like you actually need more things in your life you need to have something else yeah I was gonna say where that all went wrong wasn't her moving the second time and it wasn't her moving the first time it was her being on dating apps knowing that she had no security in herself to begin with knowing that she was ready to give everything to any old scrappy do to whoever to whoever showed up it's that thing like when you've been living in the basement for so long living in lack uh, or when you've been living when you've been homeless the basement looks like the penthouse cupboard under the stairs yeah exactly when you're living under the cupboard under the stairs for so long dudley's second bedroom looks like a treat looks great yeah yeah come on hedwig let's go i love that when they're like when fred and george show up in the car well you would <laughs> love that wouldn't you obviously i love that bit <laughs> here we go the way that harry says that the way that he says it so dobby's been in his room they've dropped the little cream cake all of that stuff dobby clicks his fingers yeah vanishes into dust infuriating bad dobby and harry's got the bars in his window yeah oh stunning but then when they show up harry goes fred george (laughs) the way he says george he goes george (laughs) it's the dubbed french version (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
but Fred and George are my loves, as we all know. Be your kings. Also, kind of bad Dobby is kind of what that guy was doing by sending that long message. Do you know what I mean? It's so infuriating. It's like, oh my god, I'm ruining everything. I'm so sorry. I'm such a cunt. I'm, I'm just the worst. <laughs> I have to iron my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, stop being like, God, you love your commiserations, don't you? Just don't be an asshole to me. I'm not asking for you to talk about how you're the worst person ever. You don't need to be self-deprecating. You just need to apologise and back the fuck off of my shit. That's the thing. And it's like, oh, I bet you felt fucking good after sending that. You felt so good about yourself because you yeah. called yourself a cunt in a message. Kind of someone murders someone and goes, oh, I'm such a murderer. It's like, yeah, yeah you, are. you are. Yeah. Do you think you're being really self-aware and meta right now? Do you think you're really cool? <laughs> you think you're really smart? You're still a murderer. You're still a cunt. Uh, it's like, I'm, such, I'm in such a fucked up place. It's like, um... It's like, yeah, and you want me to be there with you too. No fucking way. Not on my stinking watch. Well, no, you don't want me. You want a vagina. That's what yeah, you, you just want, want my vagina to be there. In your dark, dark play. In your dark, dark, dark dungeon of a house. <laughs> 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 we could even take it more personal if I said that there was a South Park poster on the wall. <laughs> Is that too personal? <laughs> Well, that is rock bottom. No, no, and there wasn't even just a South Park poster on the wall. There was a South Park poster on the wall. And I said, oh, yeah, I don't think I really know anyone from South Park. And he did an impression of a character from South Park that will forever live rent-free in my head as the most embarrassing thing. That's horrific. I think that either that is what the most embarrassing thing you can do or... I want some crusher. Oh, lovely crusher. That's bad. Sing that. That's bad. Didn't he have a cardboard cutout of something? A cut, yeah. Of, oh, no, now it's getting really, really specific. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I did actually really like you. Sorry. Like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're dark, dark, dark place. Shit. You never deserved her. <laughs> Crawl back into your hole, bad Dobby. <laughs> Honestly, it was a cardboard cutout of Conor McGregor. And do you remember when he came to our house once and he... Oh, God, there we go, yeah. And he wrote, we wrote, a, but we had a big board. This is really weird <laughs> This shows that we were unbearable to This with. episode, honestly. I mean, I think this is just... Yeah, okay, so I said I don't have any dating fails. Turns out I do. <laughs> you gave us the censored version. But we had this big board in our house that we'd pinned up against the wall. We had to, Everyone had to write down who was their ultimate priestess. God, we were... It was a big old vision board. Why were we branding up our student house? So weird. I loved it, personally. And he wrote that his ultimate priestess was Conor McGregor. You thought it was the cutest thing, yeah. Yeah, I did think it was really cute. Very actually. endearing. <laughs> to be honest, honestly, I get it. Like, it is sweet, but also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> God, I also was really trying to think, like, I was really the other day thinking, like, right, I need to really be way more boundaried on this podcast. Like, I need to really... And I just tear them open for you. Yeah, I just think, oh, fuck it, if you're listening, look, you're a great guy. <laughs> yeah, no hard feelings. Absolutely none. Would love to see you. Would love to see you. <laughs> <laughs> that has to stay in. You have to leave that. That's funny. <laughs> I was just trying to find one that because I love them all. This one here makes me laugh though. I literally wish I could just sit here and read them all. Um, this one's funny. My way of flirting has been twice in capitals to find the guy a job only to never go on a date, lol. Oh my God. And I just think, what are we doing? What are we doing? Lots of people are saying things like, I always end up with someone who wants me to mother them. Yeah, we're putting in so much effort. Think about how hard it is to find a job. It's like, no, it's known. 
I would say, as a difficult thing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much a known thing. Unemployment is a real thing. And people are getting jobs for people they... In this economy? Yeah, literally. In a pandemic? I don't think so. I don't think so. Biggest recession we've ever seen. <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> but it's like you're you're going out of your way to find this person a job. You're falling in love with potential to start off with. You're, falling, you're trying to make them this person that they will never be. Yeah. And also you're working overtime, unpaid for this guy. He doesn't owe you shit. Don't do work for them thinking they're going to owe you because no. you never struck a bargain yeah it's, you haven't got that in writing oh god it's so transactional i get you a job you go on a date it's like no 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 that is not how it works no 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 i wonder how does she have a lot of jobs to to dish out it seems two people <laughs> she's the owner of indeed.com <laughs> she's a recruiter <laughs> yeah she works in recruitment it's like you're not going on dates you're a headhunter <laughs> you accidentally work unpaid in recruitment you're a recruitment freelancer <laughs> For scrappy dappy dudes, no. Yeah, it's because we're ready to give everything. Yeah, we really are. We need to give good good jobs that we need to these boys. Twice. Yeah, meanwhile we're unemployed. Also, I find that funny that that's like her move is to like get a job. Yeah, <laughs> it's like twice. Yeah. It's like, it's my thing. I like get guys jobs. <laughs> so what is this? <laughs> you know what came through quite a bit? There was a lot about rich boys, but we've already covered that. But a lot, like most of these boys are rich. Because they've all been given amazing jobs by you lot. Right, so someone said and this was echoed a fair bit staying with a man who told me i was fat like as in could you imagine having the audacity to say to someone that you're dating who is i mean in my mind maybe i'm biased but very intensely your superior mm-hmm. and you're gonna say to them you're fat the worst thing is that they stay around and then you'll be rewarded for it yeah yeah the worst thing is then you suck their dick it's the worst thing ever I had to whisper that because there's people outside <laughs> you're doing a live i'm doing a live show right now <laughs> live podcast episode honestly it's piccadilly circus in this it's crazy got an audience in really yeah the worst bit about that is that he got away with it and he'll just do it to everyone else it's negging it's classic negging oh well should we define that that might be new information to you should i actually find the actual definition yeah rather than just butcher it like i butcher everything else on this negging is an act of emotional manipulation whereby a person i'm gonna say often a young man, makes a deliberate backhanded compliment or otherwise flirtatious remark to another person to undermine their confidence and increase their need of the manipulator's approval. Mm. I was going to say stunning because that's kind of how I wrap up everything, but it's kind of the opposite of stunning. It's absolute uggs. Uggers. Uggs galore. Ugg boots. Yeah, it's uggers. Yeah. It's so common. Have you ever, has anyone tried to ever neg you? I reckon people have tried to neg me and then they met their untimely fate. (laughs) (laughs) That's when they met their demise. I reckon girls try and neg me a fair bit. Yeah. I've been negged a fair bit by friend and foe of the female kind. Yeah. For sure. That's so interesting. I've never thought of that, but yeah, 100%. It's like, I'll try and keep you close by making you... I'm gonna essentially I'm intimidated by you there's something about you that I'm jealous of I'm gonna try and put you down so that I can keep you in my ranks versus out in the wild where you'll be my competition little did you know I'm not I'm not competing with you I already won I stopped playing I signed out I logged off beam me up I'm done here beam me up boy beam me the fuck up out of here beam me up that's where we're going once this episode is over and the podcast is done we're getting beamed up never to be seen again (sighs) That sounds great. Doesn't it sound good? Beamed up to ice cream shop life. Lap you to here I come. (laughs) 
Ikumarama, I'm on the plane. I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, if you're letting someone call you fat, I really, really hope he's paying for every bit of food that you consume to keep your gorgeous body the way that it is. It's just so unfair that men think that they, or anyone, would think that they would be invited to comment on your body, let alone in kind of a sexual dynamic where there are power balances going all over the place. Haywire. Yeah. How on earth, what on earth are you supposed to think you're naked with someone and they say, oh yeah, you're fat, but they still want to have, is like, are you using that as a bad word? Like, what is happening? I was going to say, the messages that we've had are saying like, someone call me fat over and over again, blah, 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 blah. And I I think the like unwritten information there that we we are going to infer with our inductive reasoning or deductive reasoning is that they probably didn't say you are fat but they placed a lot of like, are you gonna eat that yeah you sure you want to eat that yeah i'm like oh you're you're wearing that whilst looking at kind of your arms or kind of oh my god your friends are so fit oh ouch yeah i know ouch 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 just tiny little things like that yeah your friend's got a great body just planting the seeds enough for you to just pick it all up internalize it and carry that on your back for the rest of the rest of your days Mm, yeah (laughs) and these things go places let's all just be way more fucking careful with who we literally spend our time with and who we let in as i said as i literally let thousands of you in to my most intimate relationships (laughs) but i also think it's about giving yourself the room to not be that chilled person and like come back kind of two hours later or like a couple of days later when you've realized that that date a couple of days ago was nice but something about it made you feel funny and you couldn't figure out what it was and it was because they made you feel fat allow yourself that space to be like actually i don't think i'm gonna see you again because i don't think we really get along or if you are seeing them and you like them and you want to let things off your chest be like actually you did x y and z did you mean to be a cunt because i think you're a bit of a cunt now and just let them let them kind of wriggle and writhe in their own mistake watch them squirm when the impact of their own words comes back to them and they have to explain themselves as my nan would say let them stew let them stew in her little irish accent let them stew oh Put the gobshite in a pan and let them stew. This is so stunning. Letting people stew is one of the best things you can do. One of the worst things you can do for them. Because the flavours just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Gourmet. It's, honestly, it's George. It's just sitting on the hob, George. It's George. <laughs> it's Fred and George. The thing is, I here we go. I also think stewing is dangerous because yeah. they've got to know that they're stewing. The problem is they sometimes don't know when the heat is on. And you think, oh my God, they're stewing, they're stewing. But actually, they're just living their best life, not knowing. And actually, you're stewing. You didn't realise that you accidentally put yourself on the hob. Absolutely. So you've got to make sure that you've said it all and then you disappear. Turn on the heat. Turn on the heat and leave it on. Leave that pot boiling. And leave it on and then go upstairs for a bit. Just leave the kitchen door open. <laughs> Season it just perfectly and walk outside. <laughs> Let the house burn down. <laughs> Love Stunning. it. Stunning. Yeah. Also, stewing works when, yeah, it's not taking up your energy. It's alleviating you of all of the worries and also all of the admin and the bureaucracy of, of letting steering someone into an apology. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to let you know exactly what you did and why that's not okay with me. And if you come to a conclusion in yourself where you're, you're going to apologise, great. If not, I'm just going to let you stew forever. Imagine if his name's Stew. I'm going to let you stew, Stew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're dating someone called Stew, please 
reevaluate what's going on there. <laughs> he is definitely over 40. Yeah, are people called that anymore? I don't know. But yeah, I think it's one of the most amazing things you can do as long as you're not kind of, it's that thing of like um, jealousy, like only burns whoever's holding it or whatever, like resentment only yeah. hurts whoever's holding it. So it's like, you must, if you're stewing, if you're going to take part in a sort of stewing ritual, <laughs> you must, must make sure you're not the one on the hob. Well, it almost, you shouldn't be participating. It should feel quite passive. Yeah, it should be a letting go feeling. It's like, now that's just on you to feel that forever and then that is powerful <laughs> and that is great oh <laughs> bars i've got one this may be the last one that we do mm, off the road this one is crazy he cheated got her pregnant they decided to keep the baby and i stayed face palm emoji i was gonna mention this one right at the beginning when i said oh this one's a bit dark and i thought let's reroute something a bit more chirpy because that is dark absolutely mad he got her pregnant and I stayed. It's like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't looking after the baby. Obviously, we don't know the thing, but it's like, he just got some woman pregnant and then you stayed. It's like, this is crazy. This is honestly crazy town. Lazy town. I, yeah, honestly, lazy town. I saw something the other day on someone's Instagram story. I don't know this girl, but I didn't stop me messaging her. So she put on her story. So she's got a baby and she's been with this guy, well, for eight years because she said in the story. So the, the beginning of the story was, say, for example... Stu Barrymore <laughs> was his name. <laughs> That's his name. The star of Never Been Kissed and, and many other Stu. things. Stu Barrymore is Drew Barrymore's bro- twin brother. She's been with Stu for eight years and she put up a story saying, full name, Stu Barrymore, <laughs> you are an absolute... <laughs> so dumb oh my god i love it she was like Stu barrymore you honestly it's kind of um how dare you steal your father's car energy that i'm giving right now but that was kind of what it was it said Stu barrymore i can't believe you are so disgusting you're an absolute i thought i would know the person that i was having a baby with but i was wrong i don't know where she went but she and the baby went away for like a day or two and in her like and in her house he had had a party oh my god during obviously pandemic times and she found like a kind of used beauty blender in in her bed i'm I'm kind of butchering the story but essentially no you're not this is dramatic this is her house that she pays for in her absence with her child there's like cocaine everywhere so she's fumed it's quite heartbreaking yeah massively so you messaged her which is why i messaged her i had to message yeah i said like i was because i'm not gonna lie jack was like you should look at this girl's story My boyfriend was like, you should look at this girl's story. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then as soon as I saw it, I thought, I can't be another name on that list. And no one's saying anything. So true. And like, we're all spectators to your misery. Um, And I probably thought, I mean, I never watch her stories. I never really watch anyone's stories. So I thought that's probably, that story's probably got an insane reach. Like she can, her numbers are going up more than, do you know what I mean? She's an influencer suddenly. Yeah, brands are reaching out. Yeah. Yeah, she knows that people are watching her story more than they ever have. So I just had to message and be like, I am actually really, truly sorry. And like, I hope you and the kid are okay or whatever. She's pregnant. I've got to say, she's pregnant with his kid. Nice. So not only she's got a son and is pregnant with his baby. Meanwhile, there's a used beauty blender in her bed because he's had people 
around his house around her house and then she so anyway coming back she put up a thing on her story which i thought was great it was like a repost where someone had said this girl had been like i've left my kid because i've met someone new and i wasn't really having fun like being that kind of settled down kind of parent life it was kind of boring me so i found this new guy and we're having loads of fun and um um but actually now it's not working anymore so i'm gonna come back and like it's my right to come back to that kid because you know i'm their parent and they'll remember me and you know even though i haven't been present they'll remember me jesus now i've traumatized them it's still my right to that human being exactly and then underneath she said of course that isn't true but i bet it made you very angry to think of a mother leaving her child for a few months then coming back when it suits them why does it not anger everyone when men do that constantly all the time and appraised for returning totally exactly oh he's really stepped up bare minimum he's really stepped up as being a good dad now that's not stepping up that's the bare minimum it's like well the kids it's too fucking late ambivalent attachment style has been formed so true already traumatized already gonna do that to their own kids later already fucked so i mean that's a real irl story for you but isn't it true we really do again the bar is so low yeah and also the bar is so high for women that if a woman even i don't know for example posts a picture without her baby goes to a party it's like where's your kid then Mm. who's looking after your kid it's like what as if fuck off like as if as if the dad is getting that a picture of the pub yeah absolutely as if as if men are at work being questioned about well who's got the baby then yeah you don't even notice because when a man is a parent being a parent is just a small part of who he is secondary role as soon as a woman becomes a mother that's her whole identity society says for the rest of time and also you lose your sexuality you lose everything it's societally all of your autonomy you step out of being a sort of desirable woman with her own autonomy who is like sought after unless you're a milf or a stepmom on Pornhub yeah but even then you're a fetish you're still not exactly yeah you're not respected yeah even then you're just objectified in a different way but you step out of having any other things you're you're first and foremost a mother than you are all of the things that make you a human rather than a man Mm. is first and foremost all the things that make them an individual and then they're a father then they have their their duties come later oh yeah and i have a kid yeah insane so (laughs) we're leaving this then so um (laughs) this is the last episode of the season interesting Are you sure you want us to come back? <laughs> it's actually been so nice. We put up the thing, obviously, saying like this is our last one. Everyone's like, no, you can't be going. You can't go. Yeah, someone said you cannot leave us. But God knows, you're going to have to wait and see what happens, I think. I love how we're really, we're like, you don't have to pretend to be chill. And we're like, who knows? We might leave. <laughs> we don't need you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah, just know, God, I mean, when I say a lot is going on behind the scenes. Let's get out of here before secrets get spilled. Let's get out. Okay, we'll see you never, question mark. <laughs> see you around, maybe. See you maybe on the street, I don't know. I'd love to. See you, see you in the ice cream shop, guys. Yeah, meet you there. It feels quite sad to say bye. Oh, okay, okay. bye, bye, bye. <laughs> now we're getting beamed up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.